it's cold and frigid. But the bitches are back. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on digital stream radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. My name is Tom, and I'm your host, and as always, I'm in the studio with my friends, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. All right, and welcome you all to The Dish. Um, It's been... 84 years <laughs> since we recorded an episode uh-huh. <laughs> um you know a lot of things have been going on over you the last two weeks blame and, me. You can yeah. blame me. well and and you know nick had a little bit to do with with that but not all of that so we'll start off with the fact that you needed to travel to florida so you weren't able to be here that first monday mm-hmm. and we decided to you know let's take a day off and cancel the show and then she decided to extend her drip. Well, no, not really. What ha- happened was, uh-huh. what ha- happened <laughs> there was, was a nor'easter, and my flight got canceled. Right. So I had to rebook it, so I missed that following Monday. Or I could have paid, like, 200 bucks. It was disappointing. It literally was six inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nonetheless, um, you ended up staying in Florida. We had a, a show scheduled, Jay and I, and I developed a really bad migraine on last Monday and decided to cancel the show. And Jay's like, he, he didn't get no migraine. He just can't do a show without Trish. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not lying, but he is lying. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I really did have a, a really bad migraine. And so I, I had no capacity to be with headphones on and looking dead at these lights that are in studio and it was bad. So we canceled the show. But here we are. We're here. Yeah, two weeks later. Eh? We're queer. Well, sort of, kind of. Queer is queer. Yeah. yeah. Right. I say <laughs> so. So uh, I'm going to toss it over. Let's do a round table really quick. How have we been in the past two weeks? Why don't we start off with you, Trish? You had an adventure. Oh, God. Where do I even begin? Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, It's been a ride. Uh <laughs> Um, I've been really busy at work, but mm-hmm. uh, I was in Florida for the past two weeks um, working remotely, which was very interesting for both me and my family, mainly because every five minutes, all I could hear was my dad saying, Nicholas, Nicholas, oh my God. Nicholas. He actually came into, so I took over his office because he can't move, but he started to like, you of know, course get, you did. Even if he could move, you would still take over his office. Yeah, but, Who are you kidding? Uh, valid. But he started to get really good with his wheelchair. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. And he just rolls into the office, and he's behind me while I'm on a Zoom call. I'm like, Dad, get the fuck out. What are you <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, it's my office. I was uh, like, trolling, not this week. Trolling. Um, but uh, he's doing good. Um, but then, like, you know, my grandpa had an issue when I was down there. Then my grandma, my mom's side. It was one thing after the next. And then I got stuck there. And then I decided to stay an extra couple of days because the weather finally got nice. Right. And then now I'm here. And now she's here. Yeah. And queer. Well, I'm, we're happy to have you back. Regretting the weather change? Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cold. Well, surprisingly, she didn't. It wasn't like too, too hot when you were there, right? You had a couple oh, of. The last like four days, days were right. like 80 sunny perfect beautiful yeah 
and then I had to fly back. Yeah, and then you come out and you're like, <laughs> and yeah. your lungs just like shrink instantly. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? But here it's been frigid. It's been horribly cold. So much so that my entire patio must have lifted at least a quarter of an inch um, by the door because when I try opening my my slider oh. or my my storm door, it, it would. Sc- it would scrape at the bottom and normally it doesn't do that. And then finally when it thawed, when everything, you know, when it got warmer, it seems to have lowered again because my door can open now. How about that Porsche last night? Porsche, Porsche. What happened? That got stuck on the ice. Oh, that's right. So we, I, we worked last night at the bar. I, I'm doing karaoke. This bitch is behind the bar. And there was this Porsche stuck on the corner of the bar. On a mound of God knows what it was. Yeah. Um, Ice and snow. Mm-hmm. And well, he they, pulled up on top of it. Oh, yeah. And like, it bottomed it, out. Like yep. a true idiot. And, let me tell you, they were hot as fuck. It was a Porsche. And I was like, oh, I'll help. But hot as fuck, but dumb as fuck. Because they had a chair. And he was going to stick <laughs> the legs right. of the chair in between the tires so that he could try rotating. And I'm like, you do realize that whole chair is going to spin and all that's going to take your undercarriage and rip it apart, right? Well, laugh, though. well, then on top of that, they were like, do you have any ice melt? And I was like, yeah, we do. And so I bring it out and I'm looking at the thing. I'm like, yeah, ice melt is not going to help that. That's It was like three inches. Three inches? That thing was Maybe. like six inches off the ground. It was massive. Yeah, like, you're... you're, uh, <laughs> you're- yeah, she's underwhelming. It was three inches long. Yeah. <laughs> she's underestimating. Underestimating. Underreaching. Exa- under-exaggerating her. Yeah, her well, yeah. It didn't help, her so it doesn't matter. So, but it was it was crazy. People were crazy. And how about you, Jay? How are you? I'm good, actually. I had a good weekend. Um, mm-hmm. That's I always good. Absolutely nothing Saturday. Oh. Um, no, I, I finally installed the TV my wife got. A few months back. A, a few months ago? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh. She bought a 75-inch. Um, size queen. 75-inch. She's <laughs> yeah. such a size queen. And, and um, I, I didn't no want... She's I, married yeah, to you, big old bear. Probably, but wow. I'm, I'm not... I'm not. I didn't want a bigger TV. I was fine with my 40-inch TV, right. but, you know, she decided to surprise me. He's so like, modest. Man. But now that it's up, he's like, yeah. Yeah, I've been been watching it. But (laughs) I finally put the TV up on Saturday, and all we did was binge watch TV shows. Caught up on stuff, which was cool. And my Sundays are for mom, so I just hang out with mom every Sunday. Nice. So the usual for Sunday was a kind of low-key weekend, which which wasn't bad. Not bad. Not bad. Me, I, my little adventure over the past two weeks, I I mean, the most. Dinner. The most memorable one was um, my my snowblower thing. So the night before we were expected to get the big storm, I made the trek down to my shed all the way at the end of the property and took everything out, pulled the my. It's like my, you know. Yeah. 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 Four miles. miles. And and pulled out my my snowblower and put everything back in, closed the shed up, brought up the gas and everything. And I'm trying to turn the sucker on because, you know, it's got it's it's self-propelled. So it's easier to go up the hill if the fucker is on and you can (laughs) actually just follow it. And the fucker won't start. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And so, mind you, I left gas in the tank from last year but i did put stabilizer in it so they say you know usually you would have to either empty it out siphon out the gas and leave it empty or put stabilizer in it which i did it wouldn't start 
So I bring it all the way up, dragging that thing. And that thing is heavy. That's, that's, that's oh, I a couple of hundred pounds. Yeah. And I get it up to my, to my <clears throat> patio and I'm trying to start it. I'm like, all right, fuck you rope. It's got a, an electric starter. So I plug it in, I'm trying and it's not going. And so I send one of my friends a message who's, um, Oh, hello. Who was at one point, uh, um, you know, my la- landscaper. And I said, this thing won't start. Do you have any idea what it could be? Could it be a spark plug? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's five years old, but I've used it like three times because, you know, it's you buy a snowblower and then it never slows. That's mm-hmm. just the irony. And um, he goes, well, do you have gas in it? I'm like, duh. Yeah, the tank is full. How old is the gas? It's from last year. Did you put stabilizer in? Yeah. He goes, why don't you try go getting new gas? So I went, bought a new canister, went to Lowe's, bought a siphon, siphoned out the gas, put in new gas, gave it a couple of flips on the... Yeah, you flushed it, yeah. Um, on the line thingamajiggy, and, um, and then it started. <clears throat> I was like, yay. So I was ready. I was prepared for the next day, which is when we were expecting the storm. And but what the fuck, man! It's like you have to jump through hoops just to get your snowblower started. Well, they're, they're notorious for that. And you know what? I was meticulous about it when I first got mine eleven years ago. Right. <laughs> and uh, I just leave the same gas in, and that's it. Right. But best be known, I don't even put stabilizer in my shit. She will be, <laughs> yeah, and I will be sucking the shit out of that gas out oh, of that tank this year. There'll be a line so, over there. Come well, spring, that's something. There'll that be, be a line doing. in the spring. Well, when the, shed. the storm was coming, we have a, a plow company that comes and, you know, clears out our lot. Really? Yeah. And how's that <laughs> hole being plowed? Oh, I know. I'm it's kidding. It's been 84 years. <laughs> um, no, but I <clears throat> I had my keys with me. Pat wasn't home. You were watching Raleigh. Uh-huh. So there was no one there to move my car. And so my car got plowed in oh that's the worst but by the time i got home it was like all gone and fine right but definitely like scratched up the edges of my car oh i would have beat somebody yeah it's fine it's covered but and 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 it's not like your roommate could have done it because he was away too i mean he was on work duty which is why i had um raleigh Mm -hmm. wow that's incredible but i left my keys what actually happened was i left my keys in the uber when I was going to the airport in New Haven. Oh my God. And that's like my work, my house, my car. <clears throat> and so I called the guy. He's like, I'll hold on to them. And I was like, all right. So I'm on my way back. I call him. He's like, just pay me cash. I'll pick you up. I have your keys. So he picked me. I literally, I was like, I'm landing at 140. He came, picked me up, gave me the keys. I gave him like 20 bucks. And he's like, whenever you need me to pick you up, let me know. I'm like, all right. Uh-huh. And he was like super cute, and it's a Mercedes. I was like, "We got a deal, like done." Hey, Daddy, that's it. That's awesome. I know, right? Yeah. So you better work this thing. So, um, wow, wow. Well, I- I'll tell you one thing. Um, so once I got that fucker started, the day of the storm, after everything was done, I went out and I started, you know, doing my my sidewalks and stuff. I started, and you know, like that that scene in in um, oh my god, what is it? Tom Hanks movie. Castaway? No. Um, Box of Chocolates. 
Oh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. You know, he says, like, I just started running and then I just never stopped. So I started snow plowing and I just never stopped. I just kept going. I did the entire sidewalk for this whole, like, neighborhood. And then my my neighbor from across the street, who's um, an older woman uh, who was married, her husband died, unfortunately, so now she's a widow. She's out there with a little shovel trying to, like, do her drive. I was like, step aside, Miss Thing. Let's go. I did her driveway. I did her sidewalk. Um, I did my other neighbor's. Um, steps in. And I was like, I was out there for like four hours. Wow. And I just did it. I was like, that's it. It's getting done. And and luckily, you know, the one thing I like about big storms is when they land on weekends because you don't have to worry about going to work, um, you know, getting somewhere fast. You're already home, you know, have your breakfast, whatever, and then go out there and do your thing. Um it's not to what? There uh Saturday midday early from, afternoon from midday yeah i think it was from I, went out, s- I went out sunday afternoon <laughs> right um i i refused to i was like i'm not doing it God, but it is what it is i was, a kid, is. I was yeah. like ugh, shoveling all day yeah. when we had storms it was ridiculous dude it's believe sores. it or not you know that that's the funny thing the one thing that i saw from a lot of people this year no kids with shovels looking for money no oh, kids. i didn't ask people for money my parents were like, go shove the fucking driveway. Oh, no, but <laughs> like in my area, like every year, there's always a couple of kids running around with shovels. Hey, when your sidewalk done or your driveway done, 20 bucks or, you know, whatever you want to give us. This oh. year, nowhere. You didn't well, see anyone. Doing I mean, we move from the era of when parents used to want to educate their children on how to earn their money. Yeah. To now parents just spoiling the shit out of their kids. I'm going to give them everything I never had as a parent, right? Or as a child. And that turns into, they don't have to do anything for for everything. You know what? That's creating a... I'm done. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I literally was in Florida for two fucking weeks taking care of a gimp. Love you, dad. But a gimp. (laughs) And what did I get? Nothing. I didn't get paid. I mean, they did. I mean, I ate their food, but I right. did have to go grocery shopping while I was down there. Right. My money. Right. I'm like, what? What? What am I getting here? Oh, your your love and support. Right. Not really. So, yeah. but 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 it's it's the reality. It's the truth of, of how you know this generation Times is growing up. Changed. You know, yeah. it's like it's all about video games. Nobody wants to be outdoors anymore. Playing hide, hide and seek and any other game that we used to play when we were kids. And run, catch and kiss. Yeah. Well, oh, run, catch and suck. <laughs> Mine was more like run, catch and get <laughs> plowed in the fucking behind um, the avocado mango tree. No, what that was that in Puerto game? Rico. Wait, I don't know um, that game. Mine was run, hide and get plowed in in a shed yeah, somewhere yeah, behind we, somebody's backyard. <laughs> Uh-huh. That was uh, my that was Tom. <laughs> that was my game. What was your game? You hate me, then meet me behind that tree later. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna let you take all your hate out on me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you beat me and call me a bitch. <laughs> Oh, anyway, anyway, see, we're back. We missed it. This we is, you know, it. we do. We're we, catching up. That's right. You know, we, we have to catch up. But we yeah. do have uh, a lot of things that, you know, 
we before wanna... we move on, oh. I got to tell you. Oh, okay. You know, you know the whole Brussels sprout thing on Friday. Oh, uh, well, Friday, this right? We, we... bitch. Yeah. So Man. we went to Dive Bar, oh. and I introduced them to the Brussels sprouts that they sell there. So and good. what are they made with? Yeah, no, I, I'm not a Brussels sprout. They have person. to be deep fried because you can't get an it's, even it's char. It's like maple and bacon. Yes, and and honey, Delish. and oh. it's amazing. They're amazing. Man, <laughs> this bitch oh. farted me out of her car. <laughs> Like I, and then she closes the windows. Well, no, 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 no. no. Windows were frozen th- shut. Then it was right, so it's so cold that you hit the button, the windows go, and we're like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die in this car, <laughs> dude. It was bad. I didn't even wait. I didn't even wait for the truck to stop. I just like hopped off as soon as I got to the curb by my house. Yeah, wow. she was gonna gas me. No, it she was, was bad. I see, and and I've never really liked Brussels sprouts Wait, to begin with. It happened that quick for you? Oh. Within was, well, within we, we, twenty we, minutes, half hour of eating them. Mm. Yeah. Did you even have three minutes with your wife that night, or she was like, Get the fuck? Away oh from no, me. she <laughs> suffered the entire fucking night. She was like, "No cuddling tonight." <laughs> You're welcome. Alexa, <laughs> yeah. cancel alarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was bad. I mean, it was delicious because yeah. I'm not a. I've never been able to really eat Brussels sprouts, and I think that kind of did me in because I was like, "These shits are good." Yeah. So I kept tearing into them. Oh we we finished them off. Yeah. yeah, they're amazing. But I wasn't only farting; I was burping them up too all night. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So the entire night and after the that. The weird thing about their woo. Brussels sprouts is that when you burp them up, you don't burp it and taste like digested food. It tastes like you're just putting it in your, in mouth, your mouth all over. Yeah. It. yeah. Like a second it's, meal. Yeah. It's, oh, it's weird. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty Man. much. So, yeah. Right. That was a good time. So it was good. I appreciate that you showed me that option. I don't think I'll eat them again only because of the gas. But right. didn't something else was, happen well, you when you guys were at Dive? What are you talking about? Oh. I don't know what you're talking depends. about. Depends. Yeah. It, well, it depends. I mean, I received a photo. Oh, oh, Elsie came. Yeah, Elsie no, was no, there. No, that's not what I'm talking about. She joined about. us. Someone yeah. brought their iPad. I didn't bring my iPad. That was my uh, phone. Sorry, your phone. Yeah. I was playing SimCity on my phone. Oh, I was sitting yeah. at the bar. You're obsessed. I'm oh, obsessed with yes, SimCity. So, you know. I forgot I what know. happened. We were doing something, and, and Tom stood quiet for a minute, and Elsie and I are having a conversation, and... I look over and I'm like, this bitch. So before I even said anything, I was like, click. She, she literally took a picture and just sent it to Trish. Like, look at this bitch. She's sitting here playing video Invite games. Invite her out to dinner and she's over here playing Sims. No, so but the thing is, so in SimCity, so it's I knew tight. that I was going to be gone for at least four hours. So I put something in that would be ready in five or four hours. But we were there for a lot longer than what we thought. So I was like, oh my God, I got to go collect what I put in to make and put some new stuff in there. And then I'll just put my phone down and continue on with 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 our whatever we were doing. And I did. Oh, by the way, yeah, no, that that was good. The other thing is Elsie had me dying with El Nino. Oh my god. El Nino. To her and her little baby. El Nino is the little kid. Yeah. So El Nino, El Nino, her nephew. Oh, I can't talk about him on the show. El Nino, El Nino, El Nino. Because he, he doesn't like me. He but like, he listens. I know, but he doesn't like me, so well, I, I try so, not to. So this whole thing, Nick, so, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, when we travel, we take on places where it's safe. And I'm like, how old is this fucking guy? I thought he was like 16. Oh, no. Girl, I was like, he's he's practically my, my daughter's age. You know what, though? I have to say, you know, age doesn't really matter. 
No. Because I've experienced my family at certain ages where you're like, oh. Yeah, no, no, no. But, uh, but yeah, you no. You still need a leash. I understand. But the way she she kept referring to him, I thought he was like young kid. Like, like someone who's still A teenager still at home. that's still. Oh, you didn't know. No. Not allowed no. to go out. Not allowed to I mean, to she do always refers that. to El Nino, so I always assume and it's a young kid. In bed yeah. by 10, you know, that yeah. whole nine yards. No, this is a 30 something year old. Yeah, I was like, going to mess with her, but. Hot. Yeah. He's cute. He's cute. Young man. Hot. He is very and, attractive. And, and when you start. So I scold Elsie. I'm like, because, you know, she sort of kind of has her opinions on what he does and what he chooses to do as an adult. But meanwhile, she hangs out with us. Right. Um, and yeah. I said, you know, you, you need to let that boy be and be supportive. Be a supportive auntie. If he's got a fucking, uh, you know, OnlyFans, get up on that shit, register and support him monetarily. You don't have to look at his OnlyFans, but you can support him. Matter of fact, let me know what his OnlyFans is. I'll support him, too. Tommy was just trying to get his OnlyFans. That no. was all. Uh, but I, you can email listen. us at gaytalk20.com. No. Okay, first of, all, <laughs> first of all, she can just Venmo him. She does not need to get on OnlyFans to support his ass. But that keeps your income all in one place. So uh, that way it's easy for taxes. Okay. Oh, I'm just saying. So, hey, but no. cash doesn't have no. to be reported. But but we have we have our differences in the way that we look at because she looks at him oh, as yeah. El Nino. Yeah, she had me confused. Yeah, we were. I was like, he's a 30 something grown ass oh. man. Please be supportive. Please be understanding. Please be open minded. And don't treat that little, that young, gorgeous, hot man like he's 12. It was like when my dad, when I was down in Florida and my dad was like listening in on my, you know, Zoom calls and he was like, oh, you like really know what you're like. You're good at your job. I was like, I know dad, obviously. (laughs) I am. She's a mess. I mean, all in all, it was a good night. We had a good time. And again, I didn't think we were going to be there that long either. But no, we were home by 10, 30, 11. Yeah. But which was nice. But I mean, I guess it was like I. I texted and I was like, I need to go out and like do something, do something with someone other than people I live with. Mm-hmm. I just need that break. Yeah. Right. And for me, it's become a big thing um, in the past few years where I do planning with my family. We do a lot of stuff together, but I've also learned that I need time for me. Me time is important. With, yeah. With other friends that are not immediate family. And I also go out on my own a lot. I, I tend to go out to the bars and have a few beers alone. Mm-hmm. That's not wrong that's, with that. Yeah, that's I've learned to stop making plans with people because that, uh, you know, a few years back I was like, hey, um, we're gonna meet for beers. Yeah, I'll call you when I'm ready. It's midnight, and yeah, hey, I'm ready now. No, never mind. I'm in bed. Right. So self care is important. Yeah. So I started doing that. I just ten o'clock, whatever. I'm like, I'm going out for a couple of beers. Yeah. You know, and and that's you know, I was like, I need company with other people than people I live with. Yeah. Tom and I were talking about that earlier. <clears throat> It's fun. Yeah. Self-care. Oh, yeah. Well, self-care is important. Yeah. Um, Any any form, whether it's yoga, whether it's masturbation (laughs) or, you know, uh, liquid, courage, whatever it is. A little bit of it. Self-care is very important. Absolutely. Put yourself first sometimes. It it feels good. Yes. What what do you, why are you so perplexed over here, Miss Thang? Uh, Nothing. Never mind. Okay. (laughs) I just had a moment. Like, I forgot. You forgot about what? I did announce on the show that I got a promotion, right? Yes, you did. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah this I'm was like, right well, before you It's been you left. so long. I'm like, what Yeah, I, I was going to mention something, years. but I can't remember either. Well, the reason I brought that up was because Tom was telling me that I need to take, be more aware. Right. Because there has been a lot 
of things that are constant now. <laughs> right. So. Okay. Well, just just be aware that, you know, um, one has to find a balance between work and life. Mm-hmm. And when work continuously invades your life after work, um, that could be very problematic. It could lead to, you know, um, unhealthy habits. It can lead to, you know, um, stress, not sleeping, gray hairs. Uh, gray hairs. So, you know, just know that you, you have a responsibility to your, to your field and whatever it is that you do, but you also have a life and that it is important that you balance both. Definitely. So, it can be hard, but yeah. Listen, don't don't let any job like drag you to the point where you can't even exist anymore because you're just a number and when you die, they just hire another person and they keep Absolutely. it moving. So, you know, take your vacations, take your PTO, take all of your sick time. And don't feel guilty about right. it. Right. Don't. No. Don't. The I, work actually, will be there when you get yeah, back. I was having that same conversation with Tony a couple of days ago. Because he's like he's been working from home, but right. you know he he does IT f- for a big university, mm-hmm. right. um, and they're constantly calling him. Yeah, and even after hours, there's times that we're on the phone or chatting, and he's like, "Oh, hold on, I gotta answer this," and I'm like, "Dude, are you getting paid?" Right. It's nine o'clock at night, and the excuse that oh no, well your salary, yeah, right. that's not a f- no. like if I hear another fucking person say, "Well, if you work." you know, more than 40 hours, it is what it is. No, I mean, yes, some weeks you're going to. Things come up, you have an event, you have whatever it is, but at the end of the day, you were hired for 40 hours. Exactly. You get paid for 40 hours, and if anybody, like a manager or your boss, tells you, well, too bad, you call fucking HR because that is not how shit works. Exactly. No, it's, you know, just, just have me time. Me time. Have, you have to cut that off. You have to. Because as long as you allow it, they will continue to abuse. And then what happens? It becomes the norm. Right. And now they expect it from you all the time. And when you don't do it anymore, oh, you're being insubordinate or you're not, you know, you're You're not not a team player anymore. Right. You're not supportive. I can't fuck you dry anymore. So you're not a team player. I mean, to be fair, I don't mind, you know, spending a couple hours every day doing things that need to be done. But at the same time, you know, one day a week should be completely just for you. Couple of hours. So that means two, couple of hours a day. So two, four, six, eight, 10, that's 10 hours, potentially 12 because you do work on Saturdays and Sundays. Actually, 16, that's 16 hours out of your, your life that you're giving someone that you're not getting compensated for. Yeah, I know. I work Monday through Friday, but like at the same time, if I have to put in a couple hours on Saturday, I am willing to do it. Right. I mean, obviously you want to get your work done and you want to be good at what you do and obviously, you know, get it done. Sometimes you just have to get it done, but don't let that become the norm for you. Yeah. I mean, as long as you love what you do. Yeah. Cause I'll spank you. Yeah, well, you know. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> well, that was the first half. That yes, it was. Oh. All right. Well, since it was the first half, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. And when we come back, um, we'll have more Dash. So stick around. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back. That was a quick little break for us, probably a lot longer for you that are listening on the live stream, but nonetheless, we're back. Um, I always like to take a, a little moment uh, to acknowledge the fact that we have Dookie sitting here with us oh, in the Dookie. front of um, our desk area. And if you don't know who Dookie is, Dookie is our little mascot. He was sent to us by Bobby Edwards, who's the CEO of Squatty Potty, which we use religiously. is absolutely amazing. So not only is he a cute little unicorn, which Nick absolutely loves, and he's got little rainbow, you know, uh, a mane of rain, made of rainbow colors, he also has a rainbow butt plug. Look at this. It pops out. It's a little rainbow. And we just pop it right back in. Look at that cavity. Looks like your hole. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it. Am I Je- muted? It's Hello? been no, no. Just go right in. Hello. Oh. We're low. She had us on low volume. I see how it is. Oh, it's um, been eighty-four years. <laughs> Look at that. That's uh, kind of tempting. Yeah. Oh, I fit perfectly. All right, now American Pie. American Pie. That's what came to mind. Next anyway, time you guys come down. I'll be like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so we're back. Uh, we've got some stories that we wanted to cover for you. Do we? Do you have stories in here? Uh, I have one, but I was saving it for the end. Okay. So um, I'll start. Anybody watching the Olympics? No. So the Winter Olympics are on. Uh, they're on for, I think, another, what, seven or eight days. Uh, and it's been incredibly um, amazing to watch and see these, are these um, you know, athletes do their thing. And... You know, one thing I noticed, like, I always watch, like, your typical gay, like, you know, uh, figure skating and blah, blah, blah. But I was watching snowboarding, and um, I call him Carrot Top because he's a ginger. Uh, But he's a very famous snowboarder. He's gotten, like, three more than several medals, um, to say the least. I forget his name. Come on. Somebody Google it. Sorry, I wasn't listening. What? A redheaded snowboarder. I, I I forget his name. I call him Carrot Top, but he's really not Carrot Top. But like he's sort of kind of. I think his name is Sean something. Oh, Sean! Um, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's really good. He's Sean done White. Some, yes, yes, I believe so. He's done some like insane stunts, like he, off of these mountains, and well, like I he's mean, he's been known to jump off a helicopter into a hill to snowboard down the hill. Right, I'm a pass. Yeah, he's no, insane. he's he's insane, but he's also very good. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so he announced um, during the Olympics in in Beijing, the Winter Olympics, that this would be his last after four consecutive Olympics, I believe, or three, mm-hmm. um, in where he's medaled in all of them. Um, and you know, the endurance that these athletes need to have is just absolutely incredible. But the hot guys, oh my god, the teens. Mm-hmm. Um, from Europe, I was like, "Holy shit, man!" They, they, there was a camera angle that was catching like a whole group playing cards, and one of them was sitting there like this in like shorts, and I was just like, "Holy shit, that's like lunch." I need to work in that Olympic Village, but you know, these Olympics are not like any other that we've ever had. The protocols in China to be able to participate in the Olympics is just insane. So not only do you have to quarantine yourself from life, like at least three months before you even travel there, once you get into the Olympic Village, you can't leave. Correct. You can't go anywhere. No one can come into the village. Only the athletes and their coaches can be there, and you can't leave. You're stuck there. 
They won't let you go anywhere. So it's not like you can go on like a sightseeing tour or none of that. And on top of that, mm-hmm. China has banned Grinder. Oh, what the? F- so it can't be like you remember what happened in Rio, uh-huh. right? Was it Rio where they had yeah. the Olympics? Uh, oh, like 2012. Yeah, yeah. Grinder crashed. crashed. Yeah. It literally crashed because there were so many people in the Olympic Village on Grinder trying to find hookups. You know, where was I? I wish I was there. <laughs> I would have like been like Michael, Michael, because you know Michael Phelps was still participating and and actively part. Um, He's all right. You know, have you seen that man? Oh my god, right. one arm. That's all I want. <laughs> Wait, of who? Michael, Michael Phelps? Phelps. Oh yeah, not Sean White. He's actually cute too. Uh, he he can get it. He can get it. Anyway, the reason why I'm saying uh, I'm talking about the Olympics is because during the Olympics, uh, one of the Olympians, her name is uh, Irene Wust, just became the first Olympian to win gold at five straight Olympic Games. Uh, she is representing. She's a Dutch speed skater. Um, who was victorious in the women's uh, 1500 meter speed skating competition on Monday. She identifies as bisexual, um, who won gold for the team Netherlands, beating out team Japan's uh, Miho Takaji, uh, who won silver and team Netherlands, uh, Antoinette de De Jong, who won the bronze. So congratulations to her. Uh, It's always wonderful to, you know, see representation. By pride. You go girl. Exactly. on, On the big stage. And, you know, bisexual uh, people don't get enough representation within our community to begin with. So it's always good when you read about people who are so proud to, to wear that, that banner. So I want to go back to the grinder thing. Can we, for a second? Uh huh. Yeah, of course. Okay. So that's important. So, well, I mean, it is a little bit. So <laughs> they literally said that the, so they took down a lot of stuff to pre- prevent, Pornography, online rumors, uh, money worship, all this stuff. But their point was to rectify the chaos of bad behavior on the internet and create a healthy and peaceful network. Network of what? The internet. In China? In China. Yeah, okay. So they're saying that Grindr is bad. Which, I mean, it's not. It's not. Listen, having sex is not bad, period. Whether you're using Grindr as a means to find people to have sex, as long as it's consensual, it is not a bad thing. I think think a lot of a lot of the um, people that participate in sports, uh, I know, like with boxing, they used to. I don't know if they still do on certain other events. They coaches wouldn't allow you to 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 have sex prior to the Olympic or to the event. How do you rank question? They have curfews and they're supposed to be in their rooms by X amount of time and stay there the night. And it's supposed, I guess it's a, if you look at it, right? Let's say you meet up with somebody the night before your next event, whatever it may be, typing. <laughs> I don't know. And then your fingers don't work the next yeah, day. And you spend three hours having amazing sex with this person right or maybe you gave, were giving him uh, you were edging him yeah and you so, were edging him for so long that so, the so next long day your but now your wrist work. your wrist is in pain right. so the whole thing is the next day now you're not in tip-top shape you're kind of worn out from the excess of using energy but there's also another theory as well right uh-huh. that uh-huh. you work so hard up into a certain point 
when you finally have a moment to take a break, you do something crazy or you do have sex or whatever it is. Right. And it actually breaks your mind away from stuff so that you can be ready for the next day. So here's the thing. Grinder or not, if you are locked down in the Olympic Village and the only people that can go in and out of that, or at least within the village... I would just village, get a sign and put it in my window that says, I have Grinder in America. <laughs> not, but not even. Just walk around. My room the, number is... There's so many guys and so many women. It's like if you're a woman that are looking for a woman or a guy that's looking for a guy or a guy who's looking for a woman or a woman who's looking for a guy, just walk around the Olympic Village and be like, I'm a Available. They're all hot. Absolutely. They're all Absolutely. hot and they're all like strung up on testosterone and estrogen and God knows what else. And they're ready to go. I mean, their libido is just like yeah. boom. You know, they're sitting there stuffing calories left and right to be able to keep up with what they need to to do these grueling challenges that they, they are put up with, that they have to put up with. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to walk. I'm going to go take a stroll around the hotel if you don't mind. I probably won't be back. I won't make it in time for the next competition. <laughs> she got, where's Tommy? She got lost. Where no, is she, she lost her skates last night. She lost her skates. <laughs> Where is she? She's under the mat. <laughs> Go bounce on her. Oh my God. Somebody yeah. buried her in that snow hill. You can skate all over her. She had an avalanche of guys oh, just no. come in and She's just still sleeping her. in the bobsled. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh my god! But anyway, congratulations to uh, with the Russian team, Twilight Worst. Um, and you know, just to mention too, in her career, she won six gold medals and twelve other medals overall. Um, she can medal again uh, one more time if she competes in the one thousand meter race. Um, she has said, "quote I've always said that age is just a number, and I really want to have children. So at some point, you just have to stop." She's thirty five years old. Has participated in five Olympics. Her very first one was in 2006. And at 35 years old, she can now retire and say, I'm a five, uh, six-time gold medalist, uh, participated in five different Olympics, and now I want to have kids. And that's just absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. So congratulations yeah. to you. Well, now she can become a... A coach for the next person. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, and it's it's wonderful to see how people can push their bodies to do things. I mean, some of these snowboarders, when they just go up in the air and they spin and spin and spin and then they just land and I'm like, oh it my God. would break my neck. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, and then the skater from California, um, he's an Asian Asian guy. I, I'm, I think his last name is Chen. I can't remember his first name. He's a hottie, one, and boy, can that man move on the ice. Holy shit. He's incredibly graceful, very strong, powerful, um, really great, awesome. So if you get a chance, tune in. Um, You know, unfortunately, uh, Beijing is nine hours ahead of us. So while they're having the Olympics, we're probably sleeping. So you get to watch them prime prime time um our time so usually that's what seven eight o'clock nine o'clock at night but it's already happened so um you might be able to even catch some you know stuff on youtube or some other streaming service that might be showing it to you real in real time live but that would probably be like maybe four in the morning which is too early for me so that is that trish over to yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so I was given a very interesting article by our own Mama Kim. Yes, Mama. Um, and hey, Mama. this article actually is about um, nine things that uh, you probably missed because it wasn't being taught in high school in LGBTQ plus history. 
So we're going to run through it, and then if you guys have any questions, we can talk about it. Okay. All right, so number one, both man and girl used to be gender neutral. Stop. Huh? Uh-huh. Question right now. Why? Okay, so Why? Um, until the, la- the late 15th century, mm-hmm. um, pastel blue and pink uh, were both non-binary. Yes. So the word girl didn't exist until that period of time. And both used to mean any gender. A male child, when they had to be differentiated, would be referred to as knave girls or a maiden child. And a female child was called a gay girl. Gay girl. Happy girl. Yeah. Interesting. So a boy, on the other hand, was, you know, not even really, it didn't really exist. He was just an heir. To everything, because you know, woman no, can he was her. a knave girl, knave as an N A V E, K N A V E, K N. Hmm. Interesting. K-N-A-V-E. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, back in those days, women didn't have rights, and men pretty much inherited the world. So, I would see why there <laughs> literally be... that's kind of what it ends this part with. Yeah, I mean, there would be no <laughs> need for you to differentiate because I mean, man had everything. You do what I say. That's it. Period. Done. All right. Well, number two, the Catholic Church was cool with marriage equality back in the Dark Ages. Yes. Which we all knew. Was it really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Explain. Uh, so uh, forms of same-sex marriage have existed as far back as the 10th century. According to ancient church uh, liturgy that was described, office of same-sex unions and even an order for uniting two men existed back then. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, in what country was this? Are we are we talking about it, like in Europe? It's like, the Catholic Church, so I mean they like ran everything for a while. Okay, so yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, the Roman Catholic Church did yeah. really conquer most. I mean, at some point they even conquered England. England was Catholic at some point. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> off you go. All right. So the oldest chat up line was, of course, between two guys. The oldest chat up mm-hmm. what's that so it's the oldest chat up line like grinder or you know aol messenger right so historians consider one of the oldest chat up lines in the world to be uh between two egyptian gods sp- sparring over their father orseus um but basically it was like you know hieroglyphics between two men Talking about their love for one another. Interesting. And that was the chat up line. The chat up line. Okay. I thought it was Walter Mercado when he first came out <laughs> back in the second century. Okay. But, you know, may I he rest in peace. I talk about dial up and AOL. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I gotta get that. You've got mail. You've got mail. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome. It uh, said welcome, welcome first. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, anyway, go ahead. Next. All right. No, no. You want to keep talking? No, please go ahead. They, they was once the most common pronoun. They, they. I believe that. Yeah, we use it every day. You know this whole thing about people like it's so complicated. It's really not. So what I didn't know about this was that Jane Austen and William Shakespeare used they them pronouns. Yes. Ah, I didn't know that either. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. I mean, and just now, I mean. They, them has become a thing, right? Right. In the past, uh, what, 
five, ten years where right. it's become really, you know, a thing where we have to teach people, understand why it's important. But the fact that it was happening up until the 19th century. And people, you know, that that's the thing. So, like, just, you know, when when we are, when it's thrown in our faces, people tend to sort of kind of react to it in a weird way. But when it's done quietly in the background, nobody, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Right? And we use the word they, them often in many different ways and sentences that we we speak throughout our day. Well, my thing is, it's like, why did it stop? You know, know what I mean? Like, why all of a sudden after the 19th century, was it just like... The patriarchy. Yeah. 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 Men go. saying now that, that's not going to fly with Let's us. Let's get rid of that. We don't really use it. Right. All right. All right. So trans people led one of the, uh, led one of America's first queer rebellions. That is true. And it wasn't Stonewall. Which one was it? It was the... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, 1969. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, she lost it. I did, I did. Bum-ba-dum, ba-da-ba-da-ba-bum. Dun-da-dum, dun-dun-dun. It's not helping. Maybe she needs a little love. No. Oh, it was a Los Angeles cafe, a 24-hour cafe called Cooper Donuts. Cooper Donuts? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love the name. Does it still exist? I don't think Google so. Google Cooper Donuts. Cooper as in C O O P E R? C O O P E R Donuts like yeah, D O Like donuts, but D O dash nuts. Dude, oh my god. I fucking love that name. Right? We need that bar here. We're going to rename partners. Cooper do nuts or partner do nuts. The Cooper do nuts riot was a small uprising in the response to police harassment of LGBTQ people at the 24 hour Cooper do nuts cafe in LA in May, 1959. Jeez. Do you smell the like, so pre pre Stonewall. That's awesome. Smell the similarities. Oh, yeah. It was a thing. All right. Next thing. Next one up. Last but not least, the oldest porn was queer and seriously gender nonconforming. And what was it? I cannot read this word. (laughs) Kanji Ashimengi? What? Yeah, I think that might be right. Petroglyphs are ancient uh, rock carvings thought to have been created between... 3,000 and 4,000 years ago, they're the earliest known example of pornography. Kanji oh what? P-A-N-G-I? Right? K-A-N-G-J-I-A-S-H-I-M-E-N-J-I. You lost her. <laughs> She's Latina. She's she like thinks yeah. in two languages. Like you said G and she was like, hey, wahoo, <laughs> Yeah, she just she just got lost. Well, I mean, I just thought it was fascinating to think yeah. about all of the history we should be learning and should be, you know, absorbing in in our history classes growing up. Right. And we don't get that opportunity. And to to see all of this representation throughout history, it, it's to me incredible. Like I wish I wish I knew this as a kid. It would have made me feel I don't know, um way more validated maybe. Right. Well, I mean, you think about like in the past uh, five or six years, you've seen a big push for LGBTQ history to be taught in schools and to be and we added. Get a page. 
Right. To be added as part of the curriculum for a lot of public schools around the nation. What? Meanwhile. In Canada? No. While I was in Florida. Oh, God. Oh, boy. It's Florida, Florida man. Girl. Have you heard of that that Florida? <laughs> have you heard of that new um, uh, Florida education ban that's going on down there? They're trying to literally make teachers in public schools not use any terminology or acknowledge anything that is a part of the LGBTQ plus community. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, Texas is banning books that has to do with anything that has to do with either sexuality when it comes to. Um, uh, homosexuality, um, trans, anything trans, and black and brown people. Those books are literally being banned from libraries. So it doesn't surprise me, but I wanted to go back to um, what you were talking about in regards to education and curriculum, mm-hmm. or at least I was mentioning that. But interestingly enough, I remember when we start when we first started seeing um, people starting to push for the idea of being able to teach proper and adequate LGBTQ plus history in schools that I posted something on Facebook and, and my cut, my cousin's wife. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't want my child learning that in school in elementary school or whatever. There's ways that you can introduce sexuality to a boy or a girl or a child that doesn't have to be sexual or behind a shed, but that could be factual and, and teach them about who they are going to encounter in their lives in their future. And she goes, you know, well, no, 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 no. We shouldn't be. T-. I was like, listen, it's a public school. My tax dollars contributes towards public education. And as a gay person, I want to see myself represented in those books. Yeah. And if you don't want that for your child, then put them in a fucking like private school. But if they're part of the public education system, they should be learning about America in its entirety. Not just one page, not a little bit about black history, not a little bit about gay history, all of it. The good, the bad, and the nasty and the ugly. Mm -hmm. All of it. Because it is important. We have to uh, be able to look back at history and say we learned from this and we can't do that. They want to whitewash it. Right. We can't do that if you don't teach your kids this. You know, and so this whole book banning shit in fucking Texas uh, is bullshit. Florida, all of it is bullshit. It's called the don't say gay bill. Oh, God, whatever. I cannot. Rob DeSantis, is that his name? Yeah. Somebody needs to throw him in a pool with fucking orca whales. Maybe they'll. You know, they probably won't even eat him. (laughs) They'll look at him and be like, no, I'm not happy. You're like, you're not yummy enough. I can't even. You probably have COVID. You're not. You're unvaxed. Unvaxed. So, um, yeah. Wow. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And what's this turtle thing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> All right. So, gay animals. Hello. All right. So, meet the oldest bisexual turtle in the world. What is his name? Jonathan. Yay. Jonathan. Where is he from? <laughs> I'm about to tell you. He's a blind bisexual tortoise. Oh god. That can't no smell wonder. and it's turning 190 years old. Ew. So you, Go, can't, girl. you can't smell rank ass when you're about to like head it right that's, into it. That's a that's a problem. That's, a, that's not a problem. That's a pink eye problem. It's a pink eye problem about <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> oh my god. So he, he's actually so old that he made the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh he's the oldest land animal on earth. 
Jonathan, a blind tortoise that can't smell, lives, lives in the South Atlantic island of St. Helena on the grounds of the governor's mansion, along with three other giant tortoises. And when it comes to his partners, Emma, Fred, Jonathan's libido is not slowing down. All right, Jonathan, <laughs> you better get it. Get it, Jonathan, get it. That's awesome. Isn't that amazing? It is. I love I love to see, like, for, first and foremost, animal stories, animal gay stories is our thing. Well, his thing, really. But we like to talk about it here on the show because it makes us feel good. And not only that, it also gives us an idea that who we are as members of the LGBTQ plus community is no accident. We're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you can see that displayed clearly in nature. Uh, um, as well as in humanity. And so uh, spread love, not war. You know? I just can't believe the turtle is 190. Hun- just- oh, hun- I thought it was like, you said it was 90. 190. He's 190 years old. And he is like going at it. Because there's a tortoise um, in the Galapagos Island that's like 105 or something like that. I think his name is George or something. But wow. Wow. And, and I believe they're an endangered species. The yes. giant tortoise. They're protected. They're protected, right? Huh. Interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. So here's some not so great news about Michael Phelps. Oh God. What happened? Wow. So the headline reads. <laughs> something on my face. <laughs> are we on? Or are we not on? Have you not hit the record button? Nope, but that's okay. It's being recorded on YouTube. We'll get it there. So when we came back from break, I forgot to hit the record (laughs) to record the second half. So that means I have to do extra work. I got to go get the audio from YouTube and bring it down and do all that good stuff. Oh, girl. Meanwhile, this fucking tortoise at 190 is fucking everything. He can't even get the record. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't. So here we go. Michael Phelps' trans ex-girlfriend says she was hurt. When he whined about trans athletes on CNN. So I guess the Olympic swimmer, Michael Phelps, his transgender alleged ex-girlfriend is calling him a hypocrite for comments he made that implied that transgender women and girls participating in sports are not fair. Hey, everybody has... Something to say about the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met, interestingly enough, transgender people that have and posted things about the topic. Um, we have a couple of members of the trans community um, who have literally said that, you know, this argument is correct. I believe the opposite. I believe that it's not. You know, we should let someone who identifies as a woman to participate in women's sports. Um, even, you know... Her opinion really doesn't count because I mean she's a fucking Kardashian or wannabe. But Caitlyn Jenner also came out and said the same thing. But you know, I don't know. It's just it's it's a catch twenty two. And it's you know I I know where I stand on the matter, and that's you know let them play. It's important for the development. It's important for their lives and their self esteem, and also for their place in in the world and. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, God, that annoys me so much. <laughs> so much. Thankfully, this is all, you know, being recorded. I fixable, can extract the fixable. audio. It's fixable. Yeah, it is. It <clears throat> seems like a lot of work, but it is. And I see here, Israel is to open its first LGBT shelter for Arab, for Arab youth. 
that's amazing. That was reported and that's uh, good. recently in February. And, and it's so. important to to remember too that um, you know Israel has always been uh, well not has always, but in in recent decade in the recent decade has been uh, very open um, to the LGBTQ plus community. You know. Tel Aviv does amazing celebrations of pride and stuff. Um, I've had friends that have gone to pride Tel Aviv and they say it's just an amazing, incredible celebration. And so, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Awesome. Thank you, Jay, for sharing those. You better work. Some great snippets of good news. Wow. All right. Well, listen, um, why don't we wrap this up and bring it home? So I'm going to toss it over to Trish and we'll, um, Jump into Mama Kim's Minute. Do you want me to give you that love again? Yeah. Okay. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's Minute. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, Number one, out athlete Brittany Bowe carried the American flag at the Olympics opening ceremony in Beijing. Yes, queen. Number two, George Takei warms the internet's heart with queer joke about his marriage. I thought it was Taki. Uh, Takei, Taki, I get confused. He's uh, George Taki from um, Star Trek. Star, Star Trek. Wars. Everybody says Takei. So. Takei? Is it Takei? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I, I, I met him in person and I said Taki, so. Uh-uh. You're so Taki. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. probably why he didn't sign anything. <laughs> 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 All right, number three Christians are protesting a commercial that shows a gay man eating peanut butter because it's 2022. What? What? Uh, I can't, but <laughs> there it is. Uh, oh, Mr. Jaybird. I guess we have nothing for this on this day. Well, we did. What do you mean? It's in there. It's in there. Not on my side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh. On this day in gay history, late but never sorry, the court rules Prop 8 is unconstitutional. February 7th, 2012, right. in Cali, the ninth. Circuit Court of Appeals rules two to one that the ban on same-sex marriage in California is unconstitutional. Proposition 8 serves no purpose and has no effect other than to lessen the status and human dignity of gays and lesbians in California and to officially reclassify their relationship and families is as inferior to those of opposite sex couples, Judge Stephen 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 <laughs> Reinhardt. Right, of course it's a right. Stephen. Stephen, right? Can't even be mad at it. And that, of course, <laughs> uh, you know, was in 2012. Um, we had a guest, um, Linda Stay, who was in the midst of that yeah. fighting for that in California, because both her daughter and her son were part of the community, and were also actively fighting against Prop Eight. We know that shortly after, three years later in 2015, we officially got marriage equality as a result of the work that the people who fought for the uh, overruling of Proposition 8 in California, uh, the good work of Judith Windsor, and of course, um, Obergefell uh, and his husband, uh, which gave us marriage equality in this country um, via the Supreme Court. So awesome, awesome, awesome. 
All right. Well, listen, ladies and gents, if you love our show, make sure that you go um, subscribe, rate and review on your favorite podcasting service by subscribing. You get the latest and greatest of shows delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as our episodes are published. You can also support us on Patreon, which allows you, our listeners, to support the show with a monetary donation. Those donations we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Uh, Jay? Next week, we welcome Paul Bailey, a nutrition coach with over 15 years experience helping gay men transform their health, body, and self-confidence by focusing on their mindset, relationship with food, and themselves. Can't wait. We all need that. Oh, <laughs> Well, I definitely need that. All right. Um, oh, and, and now here's next week. We remind you for all of you bottoms out there who want to keep their buttholes on point. Yes, we are talking about the future method, Trish. All right. Thank you. All right, get the future method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing chances of injury and or STDs. The first of its kind doctor-developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing blum bum cleanser today. All right, and uh, Jay? As always, it is time to put a ring on it. Our show is available on our website, like gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. All right. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0, Twitter at Gay Talk 20. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, give it a try. And if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. There, uh, you can click on the Contact Us tab, which is right at the top of your web browser. Leave us your comments, suggestions, any um, questions for the cast or an individual individual host. You can also call us and leave us a, a voice message um, with your questions. We can answer for answer those for you on the show. Our phone number is uh, 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all those digits, it is 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can access that live stream on digitalstreamradio.com. With that, that is our show. I want to thank you all. And y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish.